So it took me, I don't know, maybe two hours to try to figure out a good translation for it. And I did start with you complete me. It doesn't really make sense in sign language. It really sort of means you are full, but there's there's more to it than that. It's more than just being full, right? So I was playing with it and I end up saying, you make me feel whole. Tom Cruise is the greatest movie star of all time. He's the first actor to have six consecutive $100 million grossing films. He's shrouded in mystery, and yet to many is one of the nicest and hardest working people. We love Tom Cruise. We are inspired by Tom Cruise. And while we work in Hollywood, we've never actually met Tom Cruise. So we're going to talk to some people who have. We'll hear some great stories, and maybe, just maybe, one of them one day will lead us to the man himself so that we can have stories of our own. Our own stories of meeting Tom Cruise. Guys, in far and away, we learned a man is nothing without land. Well, on meeting Tom Cruise, I am nothing without you two fellas. (laughs) Oh, wait, shit, I read that wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, it's you two are nothing without me. There it is. Hey, welcome back, all you MTC fans. We took a few weeks off only to train hard in the cold mountains of Russia, grow a beard, get in fighting shape, and now we're ready to go the distance with some unbelievable guests starting today. So, first, a quick reminder. I'm your host, Rocky Jeff Meacham Balboa. To my left is my co-host. He's both my Adrian and my Polly, all wrapped into one bite-sized man. He's Joel Johnstone. (laughs) Joel, ready to knock out this episode, buddy? We're back. We're back and better. We're so back. And to my virtual right is our own Apollo Creed. Without the immense chiseled muscular strength, he's both a bad guy and a good guy. He's Alec Lev. Al, you have a choice. Take a punch to the jewels by Carl Weathers, circa 76, or continue working with me. What do you got? Ooh, how am I still here? Take a punch to the jewels. That makes sense. Yep. All yep. right. Hey, yep. by the way, did I ever tell you guys that I saw the original Rocky on its like original film at CAA with Erwin Winkler in the audience doing a Q&A after? Pretty cool. <laughs> Joel, Joel, did Jeff forget what this show is in the month that we've been away? Sometimes I like talking about Stallone. Are you saying you haven't been thinking about Tom Cruise this week? Here it comes. Guys, I was oh, thinking geez. about Tom Cruise this week because Kira oh, Cedric... Is that how you say your last name? <laughs> Sedgwick? Sedgwick? That's how you get to Tom Cruise. Got it. Yep. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about Tom Cruise because uh, Kira Sedgwick was on the Drew Barrymore show, and she told a story about Tom Cruise. Guys, we got to get Kira Sedgwick on the show. Somebody must know. Listen, there was a game invented about Kevin Bacon called Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon that we all know about. She's married to Kevin Bacon. One of us has to have a pretty close degree to Kevin Bacon, which gets us to Kira. We got to get her on the show. How do we do it? Wait, sorry. Were you just asking how many degrees it takes for Kira Sedgwick to get to Kevin Bacon? Nope. Nope. I was asking how many degrees. I know it's a little confusing. How many degrees we get to Tom Cruise via Kevin Bacon slash Kira Sedgwick. Makes sense? She played his wife in Born on the Fourth of July, Jeff. Joel, wow. Okay. This time, Joel is definitely not listening. Joel's the moron this, in this one. Joel's this the moron one, in this, this one. Yep. This time, well, it's you know, Joel. I, I, I'm just simply most, saying the three of us must be pretty closely connected to getting Kira Cedric on the show because she's got married it. to Kevin Bacon got because it. of the go. game, right? Go. Sorry, a bus was driving by. I got distracted. <laughs> it was a big bus. It was a long it was a really bus. really colorful bus. The double-decker ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the I little think, guy. Yeah. 
Top of the day to you, sir. Yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> Should we course, just start over? I'm just kidding. We're great. We're great. We're back. We <laughs> Kevin are so Pollack prepared. Yeah. Knows Kevin Bacon because their names are Kevin. Or they were also yes. in a movie together. They were in a movie. And they were yes. in a movie together. Uh, oh, you know what? And Alec, we were just talking about this. This is the hardest part about when we were mentioning people. Uh, before we move on with the pod, there's somebody else we wanted to call out, which is our good friend, Rob Dion. Rob is one of my best friends on the planet. He was a, a, a groomsman in my wedding. And Rob, Alec, and I did a podcast together years ago part of Rob's uh, fitness podcast called open sky fitness. And he is an avid listener to the pod. We love him, And he also recently uh, just lost his father. So our condolences to him, his family and uh, his mother. And also Curtie, we, we forgot to call Curtis Williams out too. Who's a listener and great friend. Kurt's the reason we got Sarah Wright on the show. So Joel, just to be clear, Jeff forgot two of his best friends in the world. Easily. We were thanking my, people. Yeah. Was that a surprise to you, Alec? Yeah. Yeah. These two men, mean the world to me. And I, I didn't name a single person in my wedding party besides Cedar. Now yeah. that I think about we have it, not, I can't believe I'm the one that's saying this. We haven't said a word about Tom Cruise, Jeff. What do you think Sedgwick is? Like, what's that last name? Does anybody have a clue what that is? Guys. Okay. Is that, okay. I is think, that Polish? I think, I think we've Polish? taken too much time off, Joel. I think that's the problem. Okay. So, 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 so my last name is Johnstone, right? And I'm assuming there was some dude named John and he was involved in masonry, right? Cause that's like stoneworks or right. uh, maybe, maybe like ancestors of John Rock, but Sedgwick, Sedgwick. Could you imagine being around at a time when you could just make up last names. Could you imagine having to spend time with Jeff? Your last name was was your job. That's so cool. Like like like. Was mine have something to do with ham? Me ham? I would say it'd be it'd be Jeff nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this week we've got a guest who's the first person to actually say the most famous line in cruise history. I'm pumped about that. I'm pumped about that, Joel. This I don't want to. I don't want people to know what the most famous line is. Well, I think they but should the most know. Famous. I think they should they should be able to guess. Well, there's a few. He's got a few. So let's let them I'm, guess. Let's see if they were right. But first, question of the week, Alec Lev, give it. I will. But I just want to take you back to our most recent episode where Jeff threw down a gauntlet, a bit of a mother challenge. <gasps> oh, no. Whoever's mom. Yeah. Not stepmom, but mom texts yeah. us the word pickle first. That means she's listened to this portion of the show. And that mom, we send a bouquet of flowers to. Deal? As we sit ah. here right now, see if I can hold this up to the camera. My mother just texted me, how do I text pickle? And then she said, ready for my flowers. Son of a bitch, Joel. That was so quick. And he <laughs> said it too. He said his mother would be the first I'm gonna one. Show you an, I'm going to show you an email from my mom just saying, how do I text? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys owe my mom some flowers. I'll send you the address uh, in just a minute. Oh, I'm so upset. Okay. Well, then, Joel, then we need to see who has the uh, the worst mom. So the new word <laughs> is... Uh, just in time for Mother's Day. <laughs> Whose yeah. mom is worst? The new word is... The just <laughs> text Antarctica, text Antarctica, but whichever one of our moms texts Antarctica. No, no, my, Alec, your mom, my mom wins. is out. She wins already. Got it. No, no, Alex's mom wins. Now it's the competition for who has the, the worst, worst mom. I understand, or at least the mom that whose that, mom is the worst. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I don't know. Like I, I think you know, I, I, I still can't decide if my mom just chooses not to listen to. <laughs> this podcast or if she just doesn't listen to podcasts. I'm not sure yet. So mom, if you're listening, come on, <laughs> get to it. Text me Antarctica. But but you know who is listening? Judy. 
And that's a good way to get your mom. Hey, 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 Jeff's mom. Judy's listening. Good call. Judy, if you're out there and you text Antarctica, you win. You win. You win. I know if she gets the internet in her bomb shelter, but uh, <laughs> guess we'll, I guess we'll find <laughs> oh, yeah. out. All right. The question mm. of the week is, and I actually am going to tee this one up. Also, a friend of ours, good friend of the you show. You guys. Judy was so oh into uh, garage sales and yards. What did you call? Shocking. Did you call it? No, no. Judy oh, likes garage sales. I Joel, can't imagine. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, she at a ready for this one at a garage sale. She found the little change thing. Remember the change thing that you could carry on your hip and the you little- could press down on it, and <laughs> yes, a little like yes. a nickel or a yes. dime would yeah, pop yeah, out. Yeah, 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 she yeah. found one at a tag sale and yeah. then brought that to tag sales to purchase things with wow. everything. When I mean everything she's, on she's our summer vacation, that's guys, what responsible people guys. do. She's Judy. First no, of, Alec. First we of are all, talking about Judy and yard sales. No, I'm just saying now, it's not a tag sale; it's a yard sale. First of all, or a gra- well, what do you go with? Do you go garage sale, sale yard sale, or tag sale? I know. Which one, Alec? When people tune into meeting Tom Cruise, they expect to hear about our stepmother's coin purses. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've really spun out of control, and I take some, but not all, responsibility. Guys, she the- bought my dad. She bought my dad. Fellas, a, um, I'm trying. A, a listeners, <laughs> listeners, I'm trying. You oh, that, she that bought my dad sale. a ten dollar wetsuit. You, you that tried. Took my. D- we would literally have to. Take Did you say the word wetsuit? In- What's going on? A wetsuit. My dad liked to go clamming in the morning when we were on vacation, <laughs> Rhode Island. <laughs> anyway, question <laughs> of the week. <laughs> yeah, my dad likes to go clamming. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is all real, gotta, man. Guess, We'd have to get him in the wetsuit. Yeah. We'd have to put, like, olive oil and Crisco on the inside to just to get him into this wetsuit. <laughs> then he'd put it on, go out there, clam, get us some fresh clams. We'd shuck him by noon. You, so anyway, question of the week. So more accurately, you had to lube your dad up to go clamming? No, Joel! Joel. I had to lube my father Jesus just so Christ. he could go out in the did bay. You, did you lube your dad up down in Judy's bum shelter? Let's <laughs> move oh. let's move forward with the question of the week, which is what is brought to us by a friend of mine, friend of the show, Joel, the other Joel, Joel Viertel, who noticed sure. that we actually have not talked about Tom Cruise's fantastic turn in Tropic Thunder. Now, we did actually at one point talk about it. Early on, it got cut out of the episode for reasons that don't matter. But here we have a question that's going to hopefully lead us to that, which is, what is the funniest cruise? Okay, so I'm going to just toss a bunch out so we can get the conversation started. So this is where is the word comedian does not go with Tom Cruise at all, right? No one would ever. It does not say it's, it's actor, action star, producer, Tom Cruise, right? So keep going, keep going, Jeff. Uh, r- writer. No, no, no uh, I'm just saying. Yes, the answer is yes. Come on. Oh, oh, thanks. Okay. Well, we thanks, lost Tom. all our uh, time talking about clams. About my father's wetsuit. Yeah. Well, listen, my yeah. father's wetsuit is important to okay. the listeners. So no. Okay. So here we yeah, go. There's still three people listening, so we got to lose them too. I would so. say no. I wouldn't call him a comedian. What's your point? Okay. So here we go. I tell me if I'm missing any, but here's our list. We okay. got. Uh, Tropic Thunder, Les Grossman, of course. Night and Day, Roy Miller, yep. Barry Seal, Amer- American Made, where he plays Barry mm-hmm. Seal, Risky Business, Joel uh, Goodman. Is it Goodman or Goodson? I can't remember anymore. Uh, Jerry Maguire, where he plays the role, Jerry Maguire, um, and uh, Stacey Jack's Rock of Ages. Am I missing any other? I think that's it, where he's, if you want to label him comedy in some ways, I, I would say probably. Tropic Thunder and stays in Rock of Ages is probably truly the only two that are 
comedies. comedies. Am and, I wrong? Uh, uh, eyes wide shut. Other than those, and of that's, course, eyes of wide course. shut. Um, that sounds but right. Because, but because of the the gravity of these situations, and he has some of his funniest moments, I would argue, in Rain Man and Magnolia. Agree. That was gonna. That you. Yes. When 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 he threatens to drop kick the dogs, when he I will drop kick those fucking dogs, Phil. I. I fell out of my seat laughing. And Phil, mm -hmm. I will drop kick the fucking dogs if they come near me. Okay. I can't do it. I can't say that movie is a ball of stress for two and a half hours. I and know, I just can't, I, know, I can't and, even and find that's, the fun that in what's, it. That, that's what makes the moments of levity that much more rich. Also, the entire motivational speaker guy is hysterical. <laughs> oh, yeah, but listen up. That is not to say that we don't all need females just as friends, because we're going to learn later in Chapter 23 that having a couple of chick friends lying around coming real handy and setting jealousy traps. We'll get to that later. Right now, what I want you guys to do is I want you to pull out your blue booklets, page 18. Now, we're going to be going through this quickly. Don't worry about it, because we're going to workshop it later. 18, blue booklet. And our, our line that we talked about in Rain Man that we love. Raymond, am I using you? Am I using you, Raymond? Yeah. Shut up. He is answering a question from a half hour ago. I think it goes to what Tom Hanks, I remember saying on Inside the Actor's Studio when he was asked, you know, what's the difference for you between comedy and drama? And he said, absolutely nothing at all. And I think that that is what Tom Cruise, what makes Tom Cruise so good at comedy when he is good at comedy is he's just. Yeah, he's just a good actor, blah, blah, blah. And and so when he has funny things to do within the dramas, it's quite effective. That's well, a good point. Uh, that's a good point. I, I just, I mean, I mean, people said, you know, I, I, I good acting is good acting. And I, I, I could not agree more with Tom Hanks. And so I think that just because somebody doesn't do a lot of comedies, they, they get pegged as, oh, they're a serious actor. Robert De Niro, when he did Midnight Run, they were oh. like, "Oh, he's funny." Well, it's like, well, yes, he's funny. He's a brilliant actor. He's a he's a generational actor. He just hasn't done a comedy. What comedy did he done? Godfather Two, Deer Hunter? No, he just hadn't done one yet. Deer Hunter's funny. God, he's hilarious <laughs> in Deer Hunter. That that scene when the guy's like Mao, and he's like, "What? Three bullets!" and and then he sees his best friend no, shoot yeah. himself in the head. When Christopher Walken just pops one in his head. Yeah. Me every time. So I'm Jeff, just on the you, ground. so far, what you did was list something. Do you have a favorite? Uh, well, that's what I want us to do. Okay. I want us to agree. I want us to do the insanely impossible, which is agree upon the single funniest moment we think for Tom oh, Cruise Jesus. in any of his movies. So I'm going to give some options here. In Tropic Thunder, the speech to Flaming Dragon. This is the last postman. Who is this? This is Flaming Dragon. Okay. Flaming Dragon. Fuck face. First, take a big step back and literally fuck your own face. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he, as Roy Miller in Night and Day, when he does the with me, without me, with me, without me, that one is up there for me as funniest, but listen to this one. The moment in Night and Day when he kicks the waiter in the chest and then has this mini monologue, and we need to talk about this because there is a line here that I think Alec Lev can solve for us. So, he takes the gun. He puts the gun to Cameron Diaz's head in the restaurant. He tells what's his face. He tells Rodney to stay seated. The waiter drops something. He kicks him in the chest and he says this. Sorry. Sorry. Thought you're making a move. Sorry. Thought you're making a move. Sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Thought he's making a move. Making a pie. Pies for everybody. Everybody. Everybody gets pies. And no ice cream. All aboard. Weakens the legs, people. Lincoln knew it. That's where they got to him. No one follows us. Or I kill myself and then her. <laughs> that is fucking 
hilarious. So first off, let's yeah. talk about the best line yeah. maybe he's ever said is no one, no one follow us or I kill myself and then her. That's really funny. And what does he mean by a la mode weakens the legs or people Lincoln knew it. That's why they got to him. Is there anything in that, Alec? Uh, he's asking me because I do have a freakish amount of Lincoln knowledge, but I want to say that. Did he have a leg issue? <laughs> no, he said a man's legs needs to be long enough to reach the floor. That's that's his leg. That's Lincoln in legs. Is that true? He said that. Yeah. What does that mean? It's a bit of it's a bit of a joke. I mean, everybody's right. There. Yes, thank you, Jeff. Jesus. I don't get it. Okay. Okay. So I think he in. Uh, I mean, boy, I'm, I'm. I really hope somebody comes in, and helps us out with that one, and they just tell us, no, man, he didn't say Lincoln. You're a moron. Who's coming in? What are you talking about? <laughs> Sometimes I just start talking. I don't, guys, remember my grammatic. Like, I've got the answer for you. <laughs> oh, good. Someone's here. <laughs> you go. All right. Bye. So the Tropic Thunder, Les Grossman scene, uh, day, uh, night and day scene, American made Barry Seal. Can, can you guys think of a moment in that movie where he's just the, fu- where, where is he the funniest in that movie? Barry Seal. Boys, he got, Barry yeah. Seal. Barry Where's- Seal. My favorite moment of the entire thing is when he. He's in a Colombian prison, and uh, yes. what's his what's his face from the CIA comes to visit him, and he's like, "Hey, the guy from hey. the First Order." Yes, yes, yeah. yes. It's uh, Brendan Gleeson's son. I can't pronounce his first name. Dongle, Don, Don. Oh, I have Dongle? no idea. Okay. It's probably Dongle. That's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to you. I'm so sorry that I butchered your name. So anyway, he Domino. There you go. There it is. There it is. Um, so he comes to visit him, and, and he's talking to him, and, and everything good. He's got a big smile on his face, and he goes, "Did, did you?" Did you lose a tooth? And there's a big fat guy taking a piss right next to his leg. And he's just looking at him like big grin ear to ear. Yeah. Yeah, I lost a tooth. <laughs> and I, it gets me every time. And now commercials. I'm holding back on talking about this guy too much because I was really going to make me mad because I love Jerry Maguire more than anything oh, on this Jesus planet. Christ. And I think he, I think he's the funniest in Jerry Maguire. I didn't shoplift the pootie. You think that, he's the funniest in Jerry Maguire? Dude, he's so, I think it, I think I love Jerry. Listen, see, this is the problem. I love yeah. Jerry Maguire more than anything. Uh, when he says I didn't shoplift the pootie, that whole scene where they're walking together is fantastic. The whole show me the money scene. That's, there's a good chance that's number one. Show me the money. Jerry, you better yell. Show me the money. You think that's funnier than 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 tro- what he does in Tropic Thunder? Like, what here's my Tropic problem Thunder? with Tropic Thunder. We, it's really hard. Tropic Thunder is a. T- I try. That's a just a a character. Is that a real? That's not a real human oh, being. Oh, stop that! That doesn't matter. We're not stop stop. Joel, tell him to stop that. Funny is funny, and stop. Yeah, that. you're right. Yeah, you're right. And, and that's and gonna, me because uh, they there was he they were going to make a movie with it, that character. And like, again, that, I'm gonna, that, that dance he does at the end to is it ludicrous the the ludicrous song i i don't know that i i was crying i was crying laughing so hard i know alec make the argument go ahead alec make the argument i'm gonna make my friend joel's argument not this joel but my friend joel his argument which is simply that he stole this movie from ben stiller in five minutes I mean, who, yeah. what do we, what comedy do we remember from Tropic Thunder? We remember Tom Cruise and maybe some other 
smaller that things. That is not true here and at there. all. And Robert Downey wrong. Jr. Robert Downey Jr. He got nominated okay. for an Oscar. He was so good in that oh, movie. Oh, okay. So Tom Cruise. The scenes that Robert Downey Jr. have in that movie are yes, fine. Robert Downey brilliant. Jr. Is, is funny, but Tom Cruise. You're right. When people think of Tropic Thunder, they think of Tom Cruise as Les Grossman. You're absolutely right. Here's a question. When you think about Tom Cruise, this surprised me watching 50 movies at a time. A, that I survived. B, that he curses a lot. I wouldn't put... This is the... Remember, we talked about this early on, Alec. It turns out... God, stop yelling at me, Jeff. Well, I'm very excited. It turns out he's actually... He, most of his movies were R-rated, and they are not family-friendly. Yeah. Like, we just think of Tom Cruise... For some reason, there was this thought that Tom Cruise just made these vanilla watered down movies yeah. at some point, maybe yeah. because of days of thunder. No man. He balls to the wall. R rated movies, hardcore. What is top gun? What is top gun rated? PG. It's gotta be PG. No. I, don't, is it PG? God. There's a lot of yelling this morning. I, I'm so excited right now. Can, can we vote now? Jeez, oh, Alec, this is supposed to be fun, Alec. It's an enjoyable process to talk <laughs> about Tom Cruise. All right? And, Here's what I want you oh to do. Oh, my God. Been, I we've want done you to just take your left hand. Yeah. I want you to take your left hand, yeah. and I want you to slightly strangle yourself. Just for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. So, who's your vote? Do you go, I'm sorry, we didn't talk about the fight. What are we doing here? Rock of Ages, Stacey Jacks. Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. come on, you guys. That's, I was all ready to vote. I was ready to vote. I know you were. And you love Stacey Jacks. I don't do this often, but I stand with I, I stand with Alec on this one, that that is one of his most underrated, mm. funniest performances. He and he plays it so chill, so, which is like, why it's so, so funny. Great, so chill. And now a solo career. Why now? Well, I, <clears throat> thank God. I think due to the changing nature of the music industry, the change in uh, cultural trends, and uh, when you think of blah 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 and blah blah blah, you make sure that you want to take in. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Four minutes. <laughs> Can you think of a scene in Stacey Jacks that really gets you? Do the we most? have to choose a scene? Is this like when you when you nominate? What is Tom Cruise's funniest moment in your eyes? Like where it's the moment? That wasn't my question. What's your question? Just funniest Cruise. <laughs> you turned it. You went. fine. You do your own thing. You do your own thing. <laughs> I, okay? I'll do me. Stacey Jacks. The whole scene with Malin Ackerman. Let's just call it that because it's it's. It's All fantastic. It, yeah. I'm pretty sure every single every single one of his scenes are with Mullen, but that's yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, that's, that's the the flaw in your system. All right, all right, all right. Fine, Alec. Fine. What do you choose, Alec? You first no, because you, we care about you the least. Damn it! I know that's, that's a good point. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna go Stacy Jacks. Oh, I did not expect that. Okay, but I was on the. I was about to say less. I was about to say less, and I turned at the last second. And I went Stacy Jacks. And Joel's not listening okay. anyway, so he's think he's literally staring out a window. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm. This is this is my this is my decision face. This is my decision face. <laughs> but okay. that's see, is, that's the, what is, I love this is about what you, I do. Joel. Every time, every time I, I, we're about to record. I'm like, should I quit today? Should I? Quit today? Should I quit? <laughs> no, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I do recognize that look. I thought I had seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> it's your mirror every morning, Alec. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Joel, I got it. answer I got the goddamn it. question. It, it, it's it's uh, the answer. My answer is night and day because <gasps> because Ooh. he's doing us. It's 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 the closest one to home for him. It's who he is. I think I will argue he's doing a self parody in that movie, and it's so honest 
we're all shaking our heads. So that's and really hold on. It's not, not a character. Hold on, Joel. His- sorry, Joel. Sorry, we are nodding our heads, Jeff, because we agree. The head going up and down is nodding. Ooh. The head going left oh. to right, it would be shaking. And the audience thinks we all disagree with him. We're all nodding our heads because we all agree. You're blowing my mind right here. So shaking your head <laughs> means Jeff no. Did Jeff just lose a semantics means argument? Yes. I can't believe a it. Semantics? I don't know what the word semantics means. Hey, I, I'll show you semantics. Moving on. What does that mean? I don't... Oh, God. I don't understand okay. English. Okay. Right. Wow. Joel, I do apologize, Joel. I just needed to be clear. Yes, we all agree with him. We are nodding. I'm sorry. We are all yep. nodding our head. That's my answer. Joel. Final answer, night, night and day. It's bold. I would say the funniest... I'm I'm going with what my question was, which is what is the funniest was it, scene? Was it your question? <laughs> You're right. Fair point. Oh, this is such a tough call. I am going to go a close, close second is the waiter scene in Night and Day. Okay. I think that Again, line, Jeff, no one. It's what is your favorite? That doesn't mean you get to make a list of top Jesus five. Jesus Christ. The runner up shit is just not okay. right now. Both of you. <laughs> I want you guys to go and take a knife and cut your own pinky fingers off right now. Okay. So my choice is, you're going to hate me because I know the two of you don't agree, is the Jerry Maguire show me the money scene. And I'm right. And everybody knows I'm right. The show me the money scene is the funniest scene he has. I love the black man. Show me the money. That's fucking hilarious. That's the answer. You guys are all wrong. I'm right. Our guest this week is Anthony Natale. You might know him as the man in the elevator in Jerry Maguire, who signs the famous phrase, you complete me. Anthony uses American Sign Language and true story. Our producer, Alec Lev, is a nationally certified American Sign Language interpreter. You will hear Alec's voice as he interprets for Anthony. If you want to watch this interview, and you should definitely watch it, go to www.meetingtomcruise.com slash episodes for a link to this video. All right. We are here with actor Anthony Natale. Dare I say, Joel, this guy's dashingly handsome. This dude's Robert Redford handsome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, want to, I want to get Anthony to start off with his story right away because it's, it's very cool, his connection to Tom Cruise. So, Anthony, here's my first question for you. I need you, this is how we start all of our podcasts with our guests. Tell me about your life from birth all the way up to the first time you met Tom Cruise. But you have to do it in under two minutes. Should we give him under two minutes, Joel? <laughs> and go. All right. Uh, my parents moved from Italy. Uh, I was born in, actually in Canada. Originally, the family was supposed to move to New York City. Uh, but my father was looking for a good investment property. And he found one in Niagara Falls on the Canadian side. And uh, he started an Italian restaurant. And I lived inside an Italian restaurant. Imagine growing up amongst the pizza smells every day. I don't know, maybe that explains something. So I grew up there. Um, I went to school at a place called the Ernest Drury School. It's where uh, there was a large deaf community, a lot of deaf students that went there. And I commuted to the school from my town. Uh, the commute was probably about an hour or so. That's where I grew up. Um, I was uh, involved in a lot of sports. I was on the football team. I was on the volleyball team. I was on the swimming team, et cetera, et cetera. And then all of a sudden, uh, there was a production of Oliver, and I auditioned uh, for the role of the Artful Dodger, and I got the role. 
found my passion. I decided that I was going to become an actor. And here I am. Um, to continue the acting career that I wanted to have, I moved to Los Angeles. And I graduated from California State University at Northridge with a degree in film and television production. From there, I started getting involved in, in theater and television and film. I toured with the National Theater of the Deaf. And I think that's about two minutes worth. Nice. All right. So, Anthony, you're in Los Angeles. You're an actor. How do you get the audition for Jerry Maguire? How does it all come about and get to that first time you met Cruz, my friend? I auditioned with uh, Cameron Crowe. Do I have that name right? The famous director, right? Yeah, he had done a couple of films uh, before that. He, he liked my work. And right then and there, he told me I was going to start working next week. I just had that one audition. That was it. Short and sweet. And they had they had made it very clear what they wanted the role to look like. They wanted a, a romantic type. You know, it was a, a love scene with that other character. Um, and we did the scene. And it's interesting. When I first got there, you know, Tom Cruise was a, a legend by that time already. Um and I had met several famous actors before, and I, you know, I, I kept it under control. I had, you know, nice civil professional conversations with them. But with Tom Cruise, I was a complete wreck. I do not know why, but I was really nervous. And he noticed that I was, and he came and he grabbed my hand, gave me a firm handshake, said it was going to be all right. I couldn't really say anything. Uh, I, was, I felt kind of lost. But, you know, then after an hour or so, got a little warmed up. We started working together, starting the, the, the filming process. It's funny, actually, when I started working with him, I learned something. Um, he's really focused. He's really prepared with his role. Um, and I'm, I was really uh, impressed by his commitment. Actually, every time we were doing the scene, the, the, our scene in the elevator, he had to skip rope before we filmed. So we waited for him to be done skipping rope. And then he put the rope down, come into the elevator. He'd be breathing a little heavily. And I don't know, I guess that was sort of his his method. Uh, that's how he did to incorporate, you know, the environment around him into the situation before the cameras roll. I learned something. Now, uh, for me, there was no reason for my character to be breathing too heavily. I was in this, you know, love scene in an elevator. So for me, I just used, you know, whatever other techniques that I had, um, sort of, you know, staring eye to eye with the with, with the woman and fantasizing. And that was it. Wow. I, Joel, I wonder if he was jumping rope because of that. He had just come from that over the top. You know, everybody thinks I'm going to flip out. So I wonder if that was just his thought process in that moment. Be like, skip some rope. You know, what's funny. I've heard third hand stories of him. I think that's a thing with him of him jumping rope in uh, on other sets of other movies. I don't want to, I don't want to burn the story because I think we're going to get this person on, but I've heard him skipping rope right before action is called in a different movie. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, when, 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 when you're on blackish and you're really getting into uh -huh. your character's mind of Josh open hole, what kind of aerobic exercises do you do before they yell action? Well, I, I do the, uh, I really burn a lot of calories eating. You know, I take in a ah, lot of food, but that's You go the other process. way. You go the other way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, back to Anthony. Tell us your favorite Tom Cruise moment that you shared. Because I can't wait for this. My favorite moment. He invited me to go into his 
gigantic bus, you know, right? Most actors have like a trailer. Uh, he had a bus. And uh, when you go into this thing, it was uh, amazing. There was neon lights, you know, adorning the ceiling. Uh, I was honored, though, you know, to be invited in. I had the, an interpreter with me. Uh, and it was just a sh real short conversation. I think we talked about like deaf culture. He had some questions for me. Um, he wanted to know a couple of signs. He wanted me to teach him a couple of signs. I can't remember what signs they were, but just, you know, some basic stuff that he wanted to learn. But I was just agog a, a at this trailer that he had. Massive, massive. That was, that, was, that was the best moment. This is this running theme that we hear from our guests. is just that he takes this time with his cast and crew to actually allow them in to his orbit. Just because it seems like he does want to get to know you. It's a, it's a genuine interest in other people, which I think is part of the reason he's become who he is because whoever he's talking to that is what's happening in his world right then and there he's so laser focused on whatever's in front of him um jeff and i are nothing like that we get very distracted all the time yeah i'm trying to remember uh renee zellweger uh i mean this was all new to her she was this is uh this movie was i think this movie was like her really her breakout role when she first became a star and Tom uh, was really focused on her, making sure that she was okay, that she was comfortable. But, you know, she was new to it all. And, um, I mean, I, I enjoyed watching the two of them together, seeing how they were working together, especially for, for her with this huge role and to be able to see how he, how he took care of her. And now you see where she's, where she's come since. Okay, so that leads us to our next question. What are the signs, sign, what is the sign for you complete me? That's a good question. Because I know it's only three words in English, right? But in ASL, it doesn't really make sense to sign each of those words. You have to understand really what the concept is when we translate something. So it took me, I don't know, maybe two hours to try to figure out a good translation for it. And I did start with you complete me. It doesn't really make sense in sign language. It really sort of means you are full, but there's there's more to it than that. It's more than just being full, right? So I was playing with it, and I end up saying, "You make me feel whole." That seemed to be the translation that better matched what the, the the concept of the line. So that's what I that's what I signed. It has more than three words, three signs to it. That's what and I can I see that? Can I say that one more time? You you you. Uh... It's you make me feel whole like that. The whole, uh, uh, everything, everything about you is satisfies me. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Anthony, this is Anthony. You, you were, you were wonderful. You were handsome beyond years. And I, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm a little uneasy how handsome you are. Uh, like Robert Redford in sneakers, handsome. Well, Anthony Detali, thank you so much for being here. We, we are so grateful. It is such a pleasure to meet you. Such a pleasure to meet anybody. Who's had a Tom Cruise experience, and um, and we much less the most famous line ever, Joel. Like the that's the Tom Cruise line, right? Right. Or show me the money, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Anthony, thank you so much, buddy. Thank you, guys. And as we come to the end of yet another pretty successful no, no, episode, no, 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 yep, we're not yep, stopping. Back that train yep. up. Back, Back that, that puppy up. Up. What? Can we I need finish to talk this thing? No. no, we need to 
We need to talk about the deaf elephant in the room here, my friend. Uh, de- what's, de- I think that's called a delephant. A delephant. Oh, you, poor you, you, have a, you have a superpower, Alec, that you've never talked I, about. I do. So, Joel, do. this is going to be an ongoing thing for us, by the way. We're gonna we're creating a Alec Lev list. Alec does not think he's an interesting <laughs> human being. But right now, we've got some really interesting things about this man. And we just got a huge oh, yeah. one here. Yeah. This yeah. is this is a whole new. I'm sorry. Did you, you say Alex? there's an interesting thing about this man? He has a huge one. Is that what you said? Um, is that what I just said? I think that's what you said. Well, well, he can also at some point we're going to learn about that too. <laughs> so, no. Alec, what? Well, how do you just know? Not only do you you speak another language, and that language is not one that you know. Most of the time, you meet someone, they're like, "Yeah, man, oui, oui, je parle une autre langue." Oh, oui. fuck you! Now you're just showing off. Oh, come off. on. <laughs> You speak French too? Ugh. I mean, not to anyone that speaks French that wasn't French, but to you. Yeah. Now he's going to pull oh like God. a possum out of his sleeve. He's just going <laughs> to. You're a magician yeah, what's as your well. Question? My question is where yeah. in your in your New York City uh, Stytown town life did you just suddenly learn how to speak sign language? Also, am I using the correct is that right to say speak sign language? We usually say use sign language, communicate in sign language, or sign, just as the verb. I Mm. sign. Mm. Also, what's a verb? Okay. In college. Another episode, Jeff. uh, Went to Wesleyan University, and there was a basic sign language class. And uh, in that sign language class uh, was a girl. There it is, Joel. (laughs) It's always a girl. I like the language, and I like... And I like the girl. And um, there's a, a deaf student who was one of the teaching assistants. And I did take to the language very quickly. And then she and I actually wound up dating yeah, for a couple did. of years. And her parents were deaf. And so I got very into this deaf thing pretty quickly. And then it just so happens the National Theater of the Deaf was uh, right near, was 20 minutes away from from Wesleyan. And they actually performed, they performed around the world. They performed at Wesleyan. And one of the actors in the show was Anthony Natale, of all things. Holy shit. Oh. So I saw him in uh, an Italian straw hat uh, uh, 20-something years ago. Is that and a play then, or is that just what he was wearing? No, that's just what he was wearing. Uh, yes, that's a play. It's a farce. And all and he was wearing. wearing. It, was, <laughs> it was a nude play. The only thing people wore were Italian straw hats. Yeah, it was in hair, and he was wearing an Italian straw hat. <laughs> and um, so I, 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 I learned basically by immersion at this deaf theater, which is also where I wound up meeting Sarah, my now wife, who was also fluent, is also fluent in sign language. She was acting, touring with the theater, and then so was I. Okay. And what? Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where, where did Sarah get into this? Because you two are both hearing people, so it's not every no, day. Sure. That no. p- first off, you're both hearing people that don't have other family member. Does, does she have a family Correct. member? Right. So that's no, her. No, she. There were deaf kids in her high school, and so she really took to it early, also. And then, um, uh, I, yeah. For so for the last twenty years, I've been a nationally certified sign language interpreter. What, I've interpreted on. I've interpreted on Broadway. I've interpreted for George Bush and Bill Clinton and Barack Obama Come and on. Hillary Clinton. And uh, there's a, a film called Conventioneers, directed by uh, my friend uh, Maura Stevens, produced by uh, Joel Viertel, who we have spoken about right, this on this right. podcast. And um, in it, I play a sign language interpreter who is offered the chance to interpret for President Bush at the convention. 
And through a bunch of shenanigans, I did actually interpret for the president at the convention. And that is actually in the movie. And you can see it there. Holy shit. And um, so, yeah, I directed a movie last year filled with deaf and hearing actors called What? And hopefully the world will see that at some point. You are are a a man of mystery. And Christy's in that. Jeff's Jeff's wife is in this movie. Funny scene. Funny little scene. They've got. I mean, that's. So okay, so you gave us a couple. And sorry, oh, Andrea, yeah. Andrea uh, Farrell is the woman in the scene in the elevator with Anthony, and, and Andrea and was Jeremy also Maguire. at in Jerry Maguire. She was also at the National Theater of the Deaf in the summers that I that I went there. There was a summer professional theater school, a theater program there, and Andrea also was there. It's a very it's a very small world. Marley Matlin. Years a few years before me was at the took the the courses at that professional theater school. Like my favorite Western and you character. know the fella who yeah. just got nominated, right? For an Oscar. I do, Paul Racy. Paul, Paul Racy and I were in uh Romeo and Juliet in 1998 or 9 for Deaf West Theater in LA and then I've interpreted for rehearsals for a lot of shows that he's been in and I directed him in a workshop that we did a couple of years ago. Did you Joel, yeah. did you see Sound of Metal? I got, I got a real life. It's not all see- Tom Cruise. I, I, I have not Thank seen God. Sound of Metal yet. I, I, I know I have to. Um, Guy's fantastic I, I, in it. So yep, Paul Racy's yep, yep, yep. wonderful in it. Alec, can you clear something up for our listeners? Uh, because you've cleared it up Please. for me. Growing up, uh, the, the term hearing impaired was thrown around mm. as if that was politically correct. But that is no longer right. the case, correct? No. No. And I don't know that it ever really was among deaf people. The idea that deafness is it's a culture. Right. It's a it's a it's an identity. And so hearing impaired is like, what are you not? Right. Right. And right. It, when you and, exactly. and the, yeah. Right. And so the notion that it's an impairment is not even really part of the conversation now. It is a cultural identity. And Anthony knows one language and, you know, a different one. We like to call hearing people signing impaired. Because you're the problem. If you knew sign language, we'd all be fine. <laughs> I mean, you're just such a, you're you're a, you're a man of mystery, Alec Lev. You really he is. He is a giant. He thinks he's not, but he is. No, we sit yeah. there and we 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 make fun of him for 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 being this 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 curmudgeon. But mm. but really, there's there's so much more to him than there is to Jeff and I. <laughs> yeah, so much more. He like we always we 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 often use this phrase that we are shallow like a sandbar, but not Alec. He's the Mariana Trench. Mm. He's he's mm. deep. He is deep. And yet I choose to spend my time with you. (laughs) (laughs) So as I was saying, at the bitter end of yet another episode of Meeting Tom Cruise, we've got a question from superfan Ben Shelton. Ben is the director of a fantastic movie called Candy Jar about a high school debate clubs it's fantastic you gotta see that he also created and directed the show impress me with um all about in impressionists which is also fantastic and he is a big fan of this show he was very angry at us for taking a couple of weeks off he said that really was not okay but he has a question he has a question i recognize this guy's name do i know him? well listen to this okay, his uncle is ron shelton who directed the seminal bull durham Oh, arguably the greatest uh, sports film of Argu- all time. Arguably the greatest sports well, film of all time. Well, it's up there. Arguably, arguably yeah, that's another discussion. There. Okay. But okay. listen to this great question. If they made the Tom Cruise biopic, who should play Tom Cruise? Um, Listen, oh, my default answer is always Shia LaBeouf. 
<laughs> Shia is my default for anybody. But now, listen, I know Shia is in the doghouse again, but he sure is just one of the greatest young actors we've ever had. Uh, so I'm just I'm just going to throw it out there right away, Shia, while I'm thinking of other names. Joel? Uh, is it a Cradle to the Grave movie? Because Let, let's go. I'm going to give you. Uh, I'll give you this. It could be any actor from any time and any age. You want to go, oh, Jimmy Stewart, man. age 43? Go for it. Oh, just, okay. this is fine. Okay. This is fine. Cause, okay. Because we're making. This I can up. put Jimmy Stewart in there. I could put Richard Grieco in there. I could, you know. Um, well, then I got Richard it. Grieco. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Shakespeare in Love, Judy Dench. We're done. <laughs> done. <laughs> Credits. Done. We're done. Credits. Judy Dench. I mean, the woman can do anything. She can do anything. Yep. Yeah. Roll the credits. Meeting Tom Cruise is hosted by Jeff Meacham, Joel Johnstone, and me, Alec Lev. Love to see, I would love to see Humphrey Bogart do Tom Cruise. Cary Grant. I'd like to see Cary Grant do it. I like Cary Grant. Show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> it's also produced by the same Alec Lev. It's Harrison Ford. I feel the need. The need for speed. <laughs> Our executive producers are Doug Matica and Dan Patrick. Our engineer and mixer is Alex Reeves for Point of Blue Studios. Fidel, Fidel is the password. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the second one. Editing by Alec Lev, with additional editing by Alex Reeves. Our music is by H. Scott Salinas and Matthew Atticus Berger. Artwork by Rebecca Montoya. Oh, you can't handle the truth. Was that an old Al Pacino playing Tom Cruise? Yes, yes, yes. These are just our... <laughs> just the people who we could do it. Just the people we could do it. <laughs> Executive produced by Paul Anderson and Nick Pinella for Workhouse Media. I don't know. There is only one Tom Cruise. I don't like this question because nobody plays Tom Cruise, but Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is the first actor to play himself in a movie about him. We are a production of Meeting So-and-So in association with Workhouse Media. See, that's the problem with casting someone else to play Cruise is they have to be less famous than Cruise. I don't like this question. Jeff, you know this isn't real, right? It's not actually happening. Well, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, it's a fun question. <laughs> Find us online at Meeting Cruise on Instagram and Twitter. Check out our website and show notes at meetingtomcruise.com. And you can email us at contact at meetingtomcruise.com. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Please give us a rating. Five stars are much appreciated. And write a review. It really helps people to find the show, and we just might read it on the air. Meeting Tom Cruise was created by Jeff Meacham and Alec Lev. You know what? You know who it's got to be? You know who it's got to be? Mm. A complete nobody. Oh, so you, you could do it. <gasps> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast will self-destruct in five seconds. Show me the money!